Kelsey Huff. Jonah Jerkins. This is Paddles. And Bricks. A Bachelor Podcast. Bachelor's on a break, you guys. Yeah. But we break for no man. No, we don't. So we did a little, what are we calling this? Just a little special thing of like what we watched this week. What we watched this week. Jonah watched A Star Is Born. A Star Is Born. <laughs> I'm just on gonna the re- inside looking. I don't know the words of the song yet. <laughs> He's memorizing the soundtrack, but right. we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but I watched a bunch of stuff on the YouTube right. to like interviews and all these kind of things. So we talk about some behind the scene action, talked about what Jonah liked about it and uh-huh. sort of some themes of the show. So then hopefully hey. next week we're going to come back after Kelsey watches it and we're going to see if it lives up to Jonah's hype. Yeah, I think it will. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. It's blowing up on the old internet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, enjoy this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I know that we're in the break, but if you ever want to reach out to us, you can always yeah. Have you seen us. the movie? Let Have us know. Have you? let us know on the old twitter instagram facebook any of those social medias you can also find us uh, on our website pedalsandpricks.com or they can find us on gmail yeah pedals and pricks pedals and pricks podcast at gmail.com yeah and so if you we do kind of get into some into some themes you know so if you do want to share anything with us please do so and then just let us know if you want us to share it uh, on the podcast or not because sometimes you guys share very personal things and we want to make sure that we are getting your consent before we say them on the uh, internet yes yeah because let me ask you when you yeah well when you want to sing this little tone of singing is that your jackson yeah it's really bad i want to do it now this is pedals and bricks with kelsey and jerks where we talk about me and recap the bachelor jerkins loves it kelsey's never seen the show but she's giving it a try for true friendship pedals and bricks with kelsey and jerks Hi, Jonah. Hey, Kelsey. How are you on this fine, rainy day? I'm doing fantastic on this stormy, stormy night. <laughs> Ooh, setting the mood. <laughs> Spooky. It's, it's Halloween October. coming up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a radio play. And he showed his bloody hook for a hand. No. No. Gains, gains, gains. <laughs> Well, you guys, uh, yeah, we're in a spooky mood, I guess, because yeah. it's raining here in Chicago. We are the Pedals and Pricks. We're a Bachelor podcast, but we guess are. what? We're off the we're off the rails. We're off the grid, <laughs> we're you off guys. The grid. You know how There's... you know how Jonah likes to grift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are uh, the the season has broke, and yes. Kelsey and I we're are, are going to do our thing where every single week we do a, a different. This is what's going to be now for from now on after. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't really know what we're doing. So the we're plan... like Amazon Prime, where we'll give you the uh, the pilots, <laughs> yeah. and then. However many listens we get, we figure out that's how we continue. Oh, I it. like it. Oh, get them involved. Jonah. Yeah. Like, are we going to do the Great British Baking Show? Maybe. Maybe. Are we going to talk about just what we watched? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Should you watch the show Jean-Claude Van Johnson? <laughs> yes. No. Oh, come on. That's I'm not Amazon sorry. Prime with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I know. Well, so here is the deal, you guys. So we are doing the Great British Bake Off. We watched we episode are. one and episode two. Yes. Um, but also this week, blew up here in America, A Star is Born. A Star is Born. And um, Jonah watched it. I did. And he's pumped and he wants to talk about it. Incredible. And I uh, really want to watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but I watch a lot of YouTube stuff and a lot of interviews uh-huh. and all the soundtracky stuff. And I feel like... We're going to do it before and after. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do on this episode, we're going to talk about A Star is Born. Uh-huh. Correct? Yeah. What do you want to do the Brit- uh, Great British Bake Off. Well, stay tuned because we're going to do, we might do two in one day, you guys. Two in one day. I mean, we're not going to launch it in two in one day, so you guys are like, you liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. stay tuned for one of those. We have a couple episodes too that we were like, it's going to be released soon and we've never released it yet. <laughs> we're such dicks. Oh, you guys, we're wild cards. Yeah. We're wild What's cards. What's going on? I don't know. We're so busy. We're busy. so busy. But what we're doing is taking a little bit of a break, obviously, from uh, the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. So if you are if you clicked on this and you're like, oh, I thought you guys were talking about The Bachelor, know that we will when uh-huh. the show is back. But right. just hang out for some goofs and laughs and, yeah. and talks right now. But we're still consuming... Oh, we're consuming. We're still consuming some media. Some media. Big time over so here. So we're just discussing what we're consuming. Yeah. So we're, we're just gonna do a, shitting it out for I you. I think we should just do. We should shit out the stars born. Yeah. And then we'll do biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah. 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 Biscuits. A little dessert biscuit <laughs> treat. Okay. Cool. So stars born. Jonah. I found out that um, what? Chinese uh, fortune cookies are biscuits. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. But you know what? Stay tuned Spoiler for the next alert. episode. Yeah. <laughs> let's uh so let's do the stars born. Now, mm-hmm. Jonah, tell me everything about your experience in the movie theater, and then we'll talk about uh the stars born sort of uh, all of them really uh-huh. quickly. Just like because this is the only one you've seen, but there are, have been right. four. There's four. This is the fourth in the series. Yeah, and the, series. Yeah. In retelling. The, retelling. That's a great way to say it. And then I'm definitely gonna see it, so we'll talk about that in another podcast. But cool. I have a lot of information because I've yeah. been like I was saying, I've been consuming media about uh-huh. it. So you loved it. Yeah, I, I watched it. I, it was good. Podcast done. <laughs> no, it was incredible. Like I, I, I saw the. I've always been a big um, uh, fan of Bradley Cooper. I've been following his career for a very long time, and I think he's very talented. And I have been kind of. I was concerned there for a while because I'm like, what happened to him? Because I know he had a couple kind of duds, like burnt and a f- maybe one other that just kind of like didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, I remember like the big last thing I remember was like an American Sniper. Yeah, Am but I he's in a there? few since then. Yeah, that I kind of didn't go anywhere. Well, and then we were talking about this. So, of course, per usual, we had a podcast before the podcast. We've been talking about it for an hour where he was like introduced to me. The first thing I ever saw him in was What Had American Summer, which was like his first feature. Yeah. And then I remember him from Alias. Right. Uh, where he was like kind of looked like um, Sugar. What was his name? Sugar Ray. Yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah. Very With the 90s, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hairdo. Um, and then he kind of did comedy stuff. Like he was always like the best friend in things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think I think his first real big exposure was in Wedding Crashers. Like mm-hmm. on on, other than other than Wet Hot American Summer. Well, and like you said, failure to launch. He was like the friend. Yeah, Zoe he, he kind of got stuck playing friend. like the the best friend of the of the yeah. male lead. Yeah. yeah, but you've liked him this whole time. Yeah, and because I well, yeah, I liked him in the, those movies, and then I liked him in uh, there was a, a shortly lived show called Kitchen Confidential based on the Anthony Bourdain book, where it's kind of a comedy, but he plays this kind of like. Uh, chef who kind of destroyed his career because of his addictions, and then he's like trying to like come back. Have his comeuppance again or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not get his comeuppance, but come back. Yeah, no, I, sh- I know what you mean. Uh, and then never finished the series, but they released the DVD and I bought it and I watched it. And I really like it. I probably watched that season four or five times. So he's, he's not in that season. In he's in that. Oh, he is. He plays he plays the Anthony Bourdain character. And then he's also in Burnt, which are two different things. I'm two different things. Okay. Right. Two different. So Burnt's more of like a dramatic telling okay. of that. But I don't think it's based on that book at all. So you went to the movie theater, not because you've seen Stars Born before or really know the story, but you no. went because of Bradley Cooper. I went because of the trailer. I saw the trailer and I'm yeah. like, this looks incredible. Yeah, well the trailer this launched a while ago trouble. and yeah. I was like, dang, this looks super good. So I was like counting down the minutes mm-hmm. for it and it looks like so good and I... Um, and you didn't know the story, which is like... I didn't know the story. A lot of folks, like uh, I feel like I've watched the... Uh, the Judy Garland one and the Barbara Streisand one because my mom really loved Barbara Streisand. So I know the story, but I'm amazed like people our age and younger, it's very new to them. Like yeah. they don't really know that this kind of existed, which was kind of surprising to yeah. me a little. I don't know why, it just was. Yeah, see, I thought like, like A Star is Born, I've never saw. I've never seen it. I know of it. I know of the, the poster, 
But I always thought, I didn't know that this was the fourth retelling. I just thought this was the second. Mm, you thought the 70s one and this was one. The, was the yeah. first, I thought. Got and it. Then, so you went in there with like no, no expectations? I had no idea no, what was going to okay. go on. Yeah. I just knew kind of the basis of the story from the trailer and kind of the interviews I saw. Yeah. But I knew that it looked very good. Mm-hmm. And I was really pumped up to see it. And you had a pretty good experience, like a very emotional experience, which I'm hearing from a lot of people uh-huh. online and uh, IRL uh-huh. in real life, uh, like emotional. Yeah. Like people are like group crying and kind of hugging together. And like in your movie theater, you said there was like a standing ovation. Yeah. It's like, um, I mean, like that last scene, uh, by the way, there might be some spoilers in this. Um, uh that last scene, I, I, I don't think there was like a dry eye in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then when everybody kind of like let that pass, people just like slowly started to clap and cheer together. And I've yeah. never seen that in a theater, like a real th- like a real theater. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, when I've seen it, it's like when I'm doing stand-up. Right, I mean, of right, course. right. Yeah. People are crying. I've never seen it when like, I'm in the crowd. <laughs> I've only seen it when it's like I can see the faces at me. Yeah. yeah. Humble brag. Right. So... But you're like, wow, this is what it feels like to be an audience member to a masterpiece. Oh my God, it feels like it. I'm at home. Um, <laughs> jokes, no, I know jokes, what, jokes, yeah, jokes. you feel. Do you ever see that? Um, Kanye, well, we talked about Kanye West a little bit, but Kanye West has a um, Storytellers CD out. Did you know that album out? Uh-uh, uh uh. Or he did VH1 heard Storytellers, it. one of the last Storytellers. Okay, I should check it out. Oh, it's well, he's great. I mean, he is a great artist, but just watching, listening to him talk is fucking hilarious this is before he went this this far off yeah. the deep end but in in the uh in that uh album he goes to, he starts talking to the crowd and he goes i'm so jealous of y'all he's like y'all get to see me perform he's like and i'll <laughs> so never know humble. and he's like i'll never know how that feels <laughs> he's like sure i can watch he goes sure i can watch it on uh tape at home but it ain't the same y'all <laughs> what a burden yeah <laughs> What a goose. So when I watched, so that's what I felt goose. like in the crowd. Yeah. I'm like, this is what it feels like. It feels I like. finally know what it feels like. <laughs> At a real Kanye the same, moment. Yeah. At a real Kanye moment. Also in that, he starts singing Amazing. You know the song Amazing? Uh-huh. It's amazing. And then he breaks up into it. It's so funny. He goes, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, Obama, amazing. He goes, Michael Phelps, amazing. And then he takes a hard, hard turn. Dramatic pause. And he goes, OJ Simpson, amazing <gasps> and like the crowd's so into it and, and then, then when he go, says that they oh. like oh. he goes come on y'all when he did when he did when he did it was pretty amazing right oh no Kanye. and then the, the whole crowd was like well, just uh, keep singing yep yep, yep. So, you're like blip blip yeah. please move on please move on yeah oh golly Jesus. he's like bin laden oh no amazing oh, no. <laughs> jesus oh man brett kavanaugh oh no uh, boo boo like, boo oh see know, oh, your mic. microphone even rebelled against you saying that dirtbag's yeah, name yeah 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 um so jonah back to the thing at hand sorry nancy we're even off we're off topic of the off topic well, but that's how we do buckle up everybody yeah. in case you're new to the program so what are your um i don't know what i want to ask you about it because you really, really liked it. I mean, you were texting me about it. What do you want to say if you had to convince somebody? Now, remember, Jonah, you don't have oh, yeah. to convince me. Well, I just want to say, like, because he kind of lost a little bit. Are we going Here's back? Bra- we're going back to Bradley Cooper. I was kind of interested in this. So then he did Serena. Remember that? That was with, and that didn't do well. Mm-hmm. And then American Sniper did well. But then he's on Aloha. Remember that movie got a lot of shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then uh, Burnt didn't do well at all. And then he was in Joy. That didn't do that well. David O. Russell again, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then War Dogs was not good of a movie. Mm-hmm. 
and then ten, he was the voice in Ten Cloverfield. And he started doing voice stuff. So he just started doing like Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, well, he also is the, the raccoon, right? Raccoon. So maybe that's why you'd be wanting, like, hey, I've always wanted to be a director. I'm not being yeah. fulfilled with all these So I was movies. like, what's going on here? I was like, this yeah. guy's got staying power. And yeah. then all of a sudden, I was like, dang a ring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get back Anyways, to the movie. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. I knew you were looking on your phone. You, you, had, to, you had to finish the brain. Well, because I was, yeah, I was interested. Got it. Um, so you don't have to convince me to see the movie because uh-huh. I'm definitely going to go see it. But if somebody was like, yeah, I'm on the fence, what would you tell them? Uh, why would you convince them to go? I think it, I, personally, I think it will affect everybody that watches the movie. And also like even like watching another one of the reasons why I was like, oh, I have to see this movie is uh, watching um, Stephen Colbert interview Lady Gaga where yeah. he was just like. Did you watch the full 30, like 29 minutes? One? Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you but guys like, should check it out on YouTube. Yeah, but then he goes, he's just like, this is, this is. I mean, like he's almost speechless talking about the movie, mm-hmm. and like when somebody at that level is like talking like that, because he sees those movies, he moves it every day, you know. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, "This is just, uh, this is, I'm forever diff- changed from doing yeah. that." Yeah. So that encourages you to go check mm-hmm. it out as well. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you think people will be moved by it? I think so. Do you? Uh, do you feel like people will be inspired by it? I, I, I was. You were inspired by yeah, it. Yeah, because I think if you have, if you're an artist at all, or if you're a performer at all, I think uh, a really amazing part that's been pushed in the movie a lot is uh, Bradley Cooper's character is this kind of like Jackson. Jackson. Jackson Maine uh, is this larger than life rock star, mm-hmm. right? But he's also like that, like artistic, you know. And then he sees. By chance, Lady Gaga sang, and he sees everything in her, and he just is constantly trying to push her to become who she... Allie who, is Allie, her name, right? Yeah, who he believes she should be. But the whole thing is he's like, no matter what you need to do, you need to you need to say what you... What was it? What We talked about this. Yeah, I think it's like find your voice. Find your voice. Yeah. And, and be never, true to who you are. Be true to yourself. Never never not push... You Never not be afraid to tell... If you're not speaking from your heart, you have no legs, and your career won't stand. Mm-hmm. You'll just become this kind of like... And you see her kind of like start getting kind of by the machine of this pop star and he's just is like trying to be like what are the fuck are you doing like yeah it's just like as a performer I was like yeah I need to like start getting to like my truth so you kind of were inspired by by that like stick to your truth stick to your truth yeah I know that um one of the things that I love about like the idea of this movie again I haven't seen this reincarnation and or whatever it's called <laughs> um retelling but, retelling but the idea that like you know the Allie character is a, a little bit less self-confident she is like 30 which is older in yeah. the world of performing and and Hollywood you know yeah. what I'm trying to say and a like she doesn't believe in herself, right. but like the idea that someone sees something in you right. and brings out the big dream you always right. knew you had well, is kind of inspiring. Yeah, it's very inspiring. In the, begin- in the beginning of the movie too, where he just see- he sees her, he like falls for her, and he falls for her as a, a, her talent. And then they're talking when they first meet, and then she was just like, um, "I was told that I have a great voice, and I, maybe I should just be a writer, but like I don't have the look the that look people for are looking for." Yeah. And yeah. then it's, he's just like, "I have too big of a nose," and then he's just like, "I think you look perfect." Yeah, yeah, he's which like, I think is. You know, something that is universal across all of these tellings, like there is usually a moment in the the 1930s version, the 1950-something version, the 1970s version, Mm -hmm. and this one where there is an element of the woman doesn't look the part. Mm -hmm. So there is like in the 1930s version, you have sort of the Hollywood machine that like redoes her eyes and redoes her whole backstory. Mm -hmm. Like she's from Nebraska and there's a scene where the guy's like, no, you're not. You're you're from the mountaintop and you came down. Like you retell the whole story. And even though they don't mention- Which is weird because that's telling, oh, I think you're going to say what I was going to say. What? No, no, I don't think. Well, that's like, but the the weird thing in that movie too is that that's like what was really happening in uh, in Hollywood at the time. They so they legitimately were saying they were like 
pulling the veil, like, oh, this really happens. This is exactly what we do. Yeah, yeah. So Joan and I watched the same YouTube video, which is yeah. really interesting, comparing all the the um, all the the 1930s, the 1950s, the 1970s version mm -hmm. and sort of how each retelling does really encapsulate the moment at, of the time. Yeah. And you're right. Like everybody was willingly going with the Hollywood machine. Right. We're almost like retelling and recreating yourself is part of the fantasy. And if you buy into the fantasy, this could happen to you. Mm -hmm. Where it sounds like as the versions change with time, that is actually a negative in this other one. Yeah. Where it's like Bradley Cooper's like, no, 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 no. Don't let them change you don't right. let them take your voice right who you are is your power right where in the 1930s version they're like do what they say you'll right. be famous right yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. um oh gosh do you have your phone because i want to let people know screen prism is a youtube channel that you can check out if you're interested in kind of the lore of the movie because i really think this is interesting not just the movie itself but kind of how the movie has been marketed and changes mm -hmm. throughout um screen prism was one of them and then um uh, I can't remember what the other one is, but we'll find it. We'll find it. I don't know where your YouTube is. Oh, you want YouTube. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll let you know because I think it's really, really fascinating. But the, going back to looks, because I think they don't actually mention it in the 1970s version. Uh, can you go to your history uh, in the 1970s version? But the thing is, uh, Barbara Streisand had was very do? vocal about that being her real experience. Yeah. People are like, no, I'm not having a nose job because it's going to affect my music. It's going to affect how I sing. Right. So it's just interesting that even if they don't put it on the screen, these women in their actual claim to climb to stardom in real life yeah. have had to deal with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's universal throughout all of these movies. Yeah. And then also like, uh, I don't know what you're looking for. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I mean, good for you. History. History. Are we really doing this on the air? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Um, I think too, like, which is really amazing in that, in that, um, in the thing is that in the movie too, it's like, it's like she seems so beaten down that she just has like, she doesn't have that drive anymore yeah. for it. And then she just like <laughs> meets this person. What are you laughing at my history? No, no, I'm oh. laughing because I feel like we were talking before, like, yeah, that's how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but the thing is she just like happens to meet this guy who like, she looks up to who just like sees so much in her and it just pushes her instead of being like, she's like, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. He's just like, go fucking do it. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if it's perfect yet. Don't care. Do it. Mm -hmm. And that's like kind of like with that the 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 main song right now that's like hitting number one on the charts, I think. Is it the shallow, shallow. one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like the big thing where she comes to see him perform and she's kind of backstage. And then the night before they they uh, she kind of like sings this song uh, to him that she just wrote. And then he just like looks at her like all earnestly and is just like, you know, I'm going to tell you a secret. And he's just like, you're a songwriter. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she's just like, oh my god! And then all of a sudden, he he writes his side to it that uh, unbeknownst to her, and then like puts together this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, he sees her, and then he looks at this huge crowd and just like, hey, I'm gonna bring my friend out here. I think she's pretty fucking awesome. And it comes out, and he's like, hey, remember that thing? I wrote a thing to it. It's not perfect. It's probably not good, but you're gonna do it right now. And then she's like, no, I can't do it. And then she just looks at her and he goes, trust me. Mm -hmm. And then turns her back on her, turns his back on her and walks straight out and just, just goes straight into it. And mm -hmm. he's like, basically like, I don't need you, but here's your chance. Yeah. And then. Well, I think it's a good lesson in yeah. like. And then she just does it. Just jumping in. Yeah. You know, which I think a lot of us forget sometimes or people who have never done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you got to take that risk and sometimes you'll fail. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, 
Also, uh, just side note, you guys, in case you ever want to watch this video on YouTube comparing every version of A Star is Born, the YouTube channel is called Be Kind Rewind. Oh, yeah. Um, you can check that out. Because Not it's gonna, the movie. No, it's going to articulate this a lot better or because we're going to bounce all over the place. But that, it was a really interesting video. Yeah. It's about 18 minutes. And then you can also watch, there's one on Screen Prism as well. But yeah. anyway, that is a good lesson of like, my, uh, I, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> I didn't uh, go through all your history. Oh, I don't care because there's a lot like, how do, I, a lot of wrestling. how do I break out? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was laughing at. <laughs> There's a lot of wrestling in there. But yeah. I think it's a good lesson. The other thing, like, and now listen, I am into this movie. I'm into inspiration. I'm into creativity. And I'm into love stories that are tragic. I love this stuff way more than reality TV. So right. I'm going to say something that's going to maybe sound like I'm not into this. Please know if that's not what it is, uh -huh. right? There is this idea of being plucked out by someone who's already sort of right, white, rich, and famous uh -huh. to the element of stardom right. that I don't think a lot of people are talking about because that's not the inspirational part of it. Right. The inspirational part is called like collaboration. Yeah. But taking it away from a movie and like a beautiful story which is it is if you're a real life artist I think you watch these movies sometimes I'm still inspired but every once in a while you get bummed out Yeah, you know what I mean yeah. you're like man I wish a rich drunk white guy would yeah. find me and make me famous and I just think that's we all have to know, like, that's not the point. Right. That's not the purpose. But that is something that happens a lot. Like, especially, like, I mean, I think in it comedy. Happens. It happens. A, a lot of let's, the... Let's say a lot. Statistically, it, ha it does it happen. It does happen. But does I'm saying, happen. like, in comedy, a lot of the big, bigger stars that we know about uh, in, in it is, like... Like a lot of them are just like I was working, and then all of a sudden this big comic saw me, and then they were like, "Go on the road with me. I want you to open up for me." And they're always they're always like, "I was too new at it, whatever." But like somebody saw something in them. Yeah, doesn't matter if it's a white rich person or whoever, but somebody saw something in, in them, and then they inspired them. Yeah, and, and I that's think the thing, that's why you always need to be passing it forward. Totally, I totally agree yeah. with that. And that's why I think like in this idea of a love story, which I think is one of the reasons that they continue to make this. This is a very like tragic and beautiful story, and that's why I think it's one of those things that changes through time. But I think in real life, what I think is a really the the most interesting story in real life is somebody like Kevin Hart, yeah, who is doing this, yeah. but not because of like he fell in love with a lady, right? But because he's like, no, I'm helping my community right that is a that i think is really now again this is a side note this is not the point of the story but right. that's what i love as right. a real artist that is a, that is more hopeful to me than like being found yeah by one dude right who then maybe wants to control your career which is not what the story is but right. you know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah but i think so too like i think you know like you know we've been performing for a while not saying that we're like at any celebrity status or anything i mean we're like d-list chicago celebrities whatever. yeah which like, means nothing <laughs> yeah which basically means <laughs> which means like once a month someone's like uh, do i know you from somewhere <laughs> yeah, yeah that yeah. means nothing yeah it's like yeah you just saw me on stage you're in the crowd oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, you were just performing. Yeah, did you just give me those nachos? I did. I, I did. for sure did on the way to stage. I was serving you nachos. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think when people like talk to us, or for me specifically, and they're like, I, I want to do it. I'm like, cool, do it. Do it. Here's a list of open mics, go perform now. And they're like, I'm not there yet. I haven't written enough. I'm not, I don't know. It's always like mm -hmm. hesitations. And then it just proves like in this movie too, where it's just like, yeah, there always will be, and you always will have an excuse, but you just have to go do it. Yeah, preach, man. I mean, I taught it. specifically women, too, because Allie, the character, from what I understand, again, I haven't seen it, is like, she just has no self-confidence. The world keeps telling her she's not good enough. And right. listen, that shit will get you down. Yeah, but there's so one person who's just like, This one person can it. see it, yeah. yeah. And I think one of the reasons that I teach specifically women co comedians is because they deal with this all the time. Mm -hmm. They're not enough. They don't fit. They don't do this. They don't do this. And yeah. you just got to be like, fuck it. Yeah. I see something in you because nobody saw it in me. I will do it mm -hmm. you just have to do it yeah. and listen you're gonna eat shit for a while we all do that's the part of the game but if you have it in you to do it 
do it. Right. I don't think you... It's so romantic, and it is such a beautiful story to have a Bradley Cooper uh-huh. see it in you, and then there's love. And there's also creativity, too. Right. Like, that's another thing I love about the this traditional story is, like, there's this collaborative element. Uh-huh. And I love that. Right. I, I think that, to me, is, like... That is one of the reasons that Jason and I have more of a lasting love because we collaborate together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's a different kind of, of thing. Anyway, I don't think you always need that. Right. I think you just need somebody to be like, listen, yeah. I believe. Even if you don't believe, right. I believe. Yeah. Uh, and it would be great if they were rich and had a helicopter. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. But it's also like, and then I think for both in this love story, it's just that like, I see you for who you truly are. Mm-hmm. And then he's this addict, at, you know, like, rough life has a lot you know bad family she's all this shit and like no matter how many times that he embarrasses her or how many i mean like when she first gets uh like when the first time this this manager was like i like sees her perform at his show and is just like we need to talk we need stuff like she's so excited about it and she's telling bradley cooper about it uh about how excited she is and then like they want to do this they want to do that and you can tell he's so like i know what's going to happen to you mm-hmm. right and he's so fucked up he just passes out onto the floor while he's she's like when he should be really listening yeah but for some reason it's just like like they just accept each other for the most part for yeah. like what they are you know what i mean yeah or, which is very unique and yeah and beautiful it and is. tragic all at the same time right? yeah and the thing i think that is different about this retelling of the story is they actually give the jackson character that's his name yeah. right jackson they give him more of a backstory than yeah, I, see, think I heard that they too do. and which yeah. i that's why i'm afraid to watch the other ones because i think it really adds to their their connection mm-hmm. and then at the the kind of like the the big thing at the end yeah yeah. It, it adds so much more weight to what's, yeah. what's happening for her and for like what he was going through. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't mean to speak and out of turn. his choice to do, to do the thing. To, to do, do the thing to for the, her. Because yeah. ultimately he, he does a huge sacrifice for her and her career. And because he has mental illness. Right. 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 I mean. And this, and this way, this is his version of thinking. Of thinking that he's doing the right thing. Yeah, but also like he's just, and also like it, you're just constantly being told that you're, you're, you're in the way of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is like I think that is a part of the the modern retelling where I feel like the older ones, the thirties, the fifties and the seventies, there's this idea of like demasculate like you're not as masculine mm-hmm. if like your wife supersedes you then you're nothing right where i feel like i'm glad that they chose that option where they gave him a backstory they gave him something more interesting than just be like oh i don't want my wife to be more famous than me right or whatever i mean that's boring and not current right you know yeah it just seems like she's getting all this uh attention for things that he doesn't believe in which is like you know, she's not staying true to who she is. Yeah, and, and there might like be some of that stuff in there, but I feel yeah. like that's why it's a little more, it's more, it's seemingly, again, I haven't seen it, I can stop saying that, right? Uh, it's seemingly more complex, yeah. which I think is more interesting uh, and more compelling. It's incredible. You know? It's incredible, and like performances all throughout the whole board are just are, are, are yeah, the best. Yeah, so you got Dave Chappelle. Who does an incredible job, and you're mm-hmm. like, man, why, like, I'm, I'm glad that Dave's at the age that he's at, um, and I think he's coming back into things, because like, drama is... Oh man, he should really look into that. Yeah. Or like, I hope I hope that this helps him get more work. Yeah. Well, another thing too is like, there's another Andrew Dice Clay, another comedian, Who's great. two yeah. comedians that are that are sort of yeah really showing some dramatic chops, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Which is very cool. Um, the other thing that I that I again I've been doing a lot of interviews. That's perfect casting. It's Andrew Dice Clay as the father. Yeah. I heard an interview is, of Lady yeah. Gaga yeah. saying like that is my dad. Yeah. Like it, it, I wasn't acting. Yeah. He sounded and looked just like my dad. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. Which is yeah. one of the things they kept talking about in their interviews is like they have her and Bradley Cooper have a similar like East Coast right. Italian American sort of background. And his background, I didn't realize so just now, but like his background too. So this is this is her father. She 
looks up to him. She loves him. But he he's always talking about like, oh, he could have been the one that was going to make it and stuff like that. And he his thing is like, it doesn't matter about your talent. It just matters about like being like right moment, right time. And then also I think he talks about like, I think so I think he kind of puts it in her brain where it's like, it's not because you're talented. It's because like you need to follow what people tell you to do mm. kind of thing. Yeah. So I think she kind of is like, which I, I mean? think affects, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm manipulated by that sometimes, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially from like being like, from what I'm assuming is like, she's not in like a, uh, a, a, she's in like a working class family. Nobody knows this world, right? You know, so you're like shape yourself, mm-hmm. shape yourself into what they want you because like you got to be grateful for what you get, right? And I feel like that is my background a little yeah. bit, you know. And I feel like from what I know of the Allie character, there's a lot of me ish in her. There's a lot of the Bradley Cooper character mm-hmm. in me as well. Yeah. But the thing that I loved about Lady Gaga's interview about this is like she was so adamant about like listen, I love preparing for Allie. This character is in me for a long time and I love her. Uh-huh. It is not my story. Right. And it's so interesting to, and I really like the contrast of her being like, when I was 19, I fucking went for it. Uh-huh. She's like, I'm a New Yorker. If you told me I was going to go right, I turned fucking left. You see that interview, yeah. right? And she's like, I knocked on the doors. I knew I had a voice and no one was going to stop me. Right. And I really like that, that she showed that there are different ways to be an artist yeah. and you don't necessarily have to be an Allie or a Stephanie, which I think is her real name, right? Or a Lady Gaga. Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie, yeah. Yeah. You you can be more than one. Yeah. You Which know what I mean? I love that. She's almost more like Jackson Maine's character in he, some ways. Yeah, well, I like that drive. That drive. I think, yeah. yeah. And then coming back to like the lore of all of them, Judy Garland as well. Judy Garland, I know that you haven't seen it, but the some of this stuff is fucking heartbreaking uh-huh. in the Judy Garland movie because she is the man right. <laughs> character. Right. Not long after that movie, she dies. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it is fucking tragic and so those conversations i think that she's having with her producer or or the manager whoever she's having about like hating and loving him and like why can't he my love isn't enough Uh to like fix you yeah that she's talking about herself it's like oh god it's like heart-wrenching shit you know yeah Yeah. i think that's one of the reasons that this story is like uh can last this lifetime because oh. there's so many intricate layers of humanity mm-hmm. in it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh God, I can't wait to see it. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so it's like, I mean, like I, I like walked out there being like, ah, oh, it's such a good movie. And then I've been thinking about it ever since. And I'm just like, this is like the best movie I've seen. I can remember yeah. seeing. Do you also think it's because it's a little bit, uh, of like a slow burn of a movie and it's really like so for example they keep talking about in interviews is like you're seeing the process of people falling in love and they don't actually say I love you he think he says it once she never actually says it but you see it happen yeah whereas opposed to like rom-coms or things it's like they're just you just buy it you just buy that they're in love and that's it where like you see it like you see him watch her sing and you're like oh there's a moment there yeah and then she sees him sing and there's a moment and then they're in the parking lot and there's yeah. a moment like there's this slow burn and you th- like the way that he shoots it i guess i don't know again haven't watched it stop saying it like yeah. you're, they're real close-ups you can see them connect more and more and more yeah. and more and more and this is like the first time i think like banter that whole like you know the first relationship like kind of fun like flirt banter a little bit it mm-hmm. seems like the most realistic because it's like stumbly and it's it's like not perfectly written you know it's yeah. it's it's great which is it's funny that you mentioned that because we usually talk about reality tv which mm-hmm. i don't like no <laughs> and and this kind of thing mm-hmm. which is a scripted but feeling very authentic and real would you like this is what i this is what i think is the jam yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i feel like 
even though that it's scripted and crafted, but all of these people came to collaborate and make you feel like it's real. Mm -hmm. Like this is art, man. Like I think that then that we're talking about and that we're excited. I don't know. Like I would dump all my energy and money into this as opposed to the bachelor. (laughs) Sorry, Chris. Yeah. Well, Would you agree? I'm not saying that you don't. I'm not asking you to pick sides. This is like a debate. I don't want you to be like, oh, I've betrayed my reality TV roots. But no, don't you this, feel this differently? This type of shit definitely affects me more. Yeah. But I still put the things I'm listening or hearing on these these two different mediums. I try to put on my own. And how can I take that into my own? So you're trying account. to find relatability in both. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, 100%. This is just, I mean, this is art. Mm. You know, like, this is this is more art and like reality TV is entertainment. There's two different separate things. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, this is like when I want to cook a meal for myself or for people or like when I want to go to like a nice restaurant. And then the other things is like, sometimes I just want a hamburger, hamburger, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I just want some. Did you say hamburger, hamburger? Hamburger, hamburger, <laughs> you know? Like the hamburger. Yeah, hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I just want a McFlurry. <laughs> Listen, I guess no shame in the McFlurry game. Yeah. I yeah, guess, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about some of this addiction stuff? Because well, our yeah, one-off I, was very much focused on that. Yeah, I think, w- well, one thing I did want to mention, I think that was pretty good, too, is that, like, Bradley Cooper is so, so focused on his own art and so selfish about it. He's kind of a fucking prick to other people, too. Like, him and his brother. Sam Elliott, right? Sam Elliott mm-hmm. plays his older, much older brother. And he's his manager? He's his manager. Okay. Basically, he just takes care of him. Like, there's that scene There's a scene where, like, he passes out, and Lady Gaga, I think, is kind of worried the first time. And then she comes back in the room, and he's putting her, him to bed yeah. and being like, you're going to see this a lot. Like, yeah. this is just what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that type of shit. So he's constantly taking care of him. And then uh, he basically is like, why would you... Because they were in a band together where I think his brother sang, and then I think Jackson Maine played the guitar and wrote the songs. And then he was just like, why'd you steal my voice? Which is funny because he actually did in real life. He did in real life. He did in real yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Bradley Bra- Cooper's voice is so low and gravelly. Yeah, he changed yeah. it. Well, one, because he was like, my voice, I don't think commands stardom or like commands this like larger life arena, yeah. person. Right. So then he pur- purposely uh, changed his his voice like an octave lower. Yeah, he worked with like a vocal coach for yeah. like months and, and it, stuff. It, it, and then it was like, I want to be like Sam Elliott. And, and then, then <laughs> and then he goes to Sam Elliott and be like, let me show you something. <laughs> Sam Elliott's going to be like, what the fuck, And then bro? Sam Elliott's like, well, I got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. I think I saw, again, the YouTube thing. They were on Good Morning America or something. And Sam Elliott was like, you know, they were asking like, how have you, ch- has this changed you? And like, how do you feel like this movie is different? He's like, well, for me, I just... Got a piece of paper and I read the lines. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's right, Sam Elliott. He got everybody down and <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm an actor, dude. I just showed this up. This is what I do. This yeah. guy worked real hard, but yeah. I just brought my mustache. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of look a little... And by the way, that guy's aging great. Oh, man. Well, I think that's the, the key when you're an actor is just always look old. Yeah. Always Robert look old. Duvall, always look old. Right. And then it's like, oh, you're always relatively 50-ish, yeah. 60. Yeah, even when you were 20. I know. It's crazy. How'd you do that? Yeah. But yeah, like Robert Duvall, when he was Boo Radley, that's the first thing I ever saw him in. He always looked old. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, yeah Sam Alley, too. I'm like... How old are you? Like, what's know. going on Mystery. here? How old were you? Like, in, you look the same age you did in Tombstone. <laughs> I know. And, and I thought, the... you, you should be dead now. <laughs> when I saw Sam Elliott, I was like, I thought he died like 10 Wait, years ago. we thought you saw pictures in the original <laughs> Tombstone. <laughs> right, right, right. Weren't you really with Wyatt? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so he goes like, um, I stole, like, why'd you steal my voice or whatever? And then he was like, um, I didn't say, your, uh, he said something like, oh, because I'm the only one who actually has something really... I'm the only one who actually has something to say. Yeah, and it's it's because I, I don't it's know like that you were scene. never going to make it because you 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 
I have nothing to say and I have everything to say. Yeah, and I think this is a really good point that I didn't even think about in this movie is where is like narcissism helpful? Right. And where is it harmful for the people around you? Because well, Bradley Cooper's self-destruction is part of that, right? Right, yeah. yeah. But as hard as how artists, I think the most successful artists are are the most narcissistic. Which is a bummer. Right. Or, or like, or they're like the most because opportunist. You have to be, because you have to be that, that confident in what you believe your art is. Yeah, but I don't mean to name drop. <laughs> but I think there's, a, I bet Neil deGrasse Tyson, you guys. Yeah. And I think there's also something to be said about the war. That guy's like a genius. Yeah, but That's also, different. so in the, I think it's also the people interview. Like, I think this is the difference between like um, a good dramatic story and real life. Mm-hmm. Because you are absolutely right. That is a, a compelling scene and may be partially true mm-hmm. for real, right? And then you hear Bradley Cooper talk about the people who have influenced him and, and the people who he connects with and the people who are true, like, creative stars and he mentioned Meryl Streep, Robert De Niro, um, somebody else, Clint Eastwood and uh-huh. they're like just warm to be around. Right. Like they, they talk to you like they've always known you. Right. And Neil deGrasse Tyson but that those was are, like that. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, but those are collaborative forms of art form. Yeah. That's the difference. But I was, so I was thinking music? that too. Yeah but not not if you're a singer or a songwriter. But isn't that what Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga are talking about this whole time? Like, we're collaborating together. Because, listen, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's, it's squiffy. Yeah. And, and I guess the question is, as artists in real life, we're not in this movie. Right. <laughs> you know, which is a beautiful, inspirational movie. But how do we, as artists, live our life in a, in a truthful, collaborative, inspiring way without being a fucking dick. I think a lot of times too is the medium that you're in, but like to be that successful, you do have to be really fucking like Which is a bummer though, right? Right. Because like do you? I don't know. I don't know because I'm not that level. Yeah. <laughs> that's the fun that's the thing is like you do like what you said with Neil deGrasse uh Tyson you met yesterday. He was a very nice young man, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Old man, whatever. <laughs> he's so nice. He yeah. Does. Yeah, yeah. Well he's also like a scientist. Yeah, right. but also a bit of a celebrity. I mean, because very of bonkers celebrity right. version of celebrity. But, yeah, I but, don't know. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I say. Like, if you meet somebody, and that's always been my goal, right? Is like, even if I'm a nobody, which I am, like, if somebody talks to me after a show, I I always want maybe people to feel like I would want to be yeah. talked to, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm not the person like that's this. That's why is, you're never going to make it. Well, that's the thing. Was like, that's I'm what not, I'm afraid of too. I'm not the person in the room that's looking around looking for the most important person in the room. Right. Who's going to get me something? Right. Uh, oh, wait. You're you're serving me uh, like canapes? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I'm talking to the waiter most of the night. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? I'm not looking for the Bradley Coopers of the right. world to get me something. Right. And to be fair, his character doesn't seem like he's like that either. No. However, there's this standard that he holds himself to, and there's a bit of a judgmental factor, it sounds like. Like, right. if you don't follow my form of art, go fuck yourself. And I have a problem with that because as a female comedian, sometimes dude comedians treat me like I shouldn't be there. You know what I mean? Not right. a lot, but you know that but kind of attitude. I would say that those same people would treat somebody like me or other other male Perhaps. comedians the same way too. It's but, just how this is their attitude. But but, but you know what you think? Yeah, when yeah. you're when you're an outsider, you right. just assume it's that. Right. Maybe they're just an asshole, which yeah. is usually what the case is. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like I never want to be that person. Yeah. Because I've been on the reci- I've been on the other side of that, mm-hmm. and it feels like fucking shit, man. Mm-hmm. And here's the idea: like, there's a difference between like gen like genuine feedback, because like Jason says some things to me that are a little uncomfortable. Like what? Like with like art. 
You know what I mean? Oh, like with, I thought it was other things. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Jonas getting all, what are you getting all yeah. weird? No, but like he'll give me feedback about my writing or, or things like that or things mm. that we're collaborating on together. But there's always this understanding that it's for a greater good and it's never attacking personally, yeah. you know, of like, you're fucking better than that. Right. Why would you sell out? You yeah. know what I mean? It's never that. Yeah. And I think that gets... And again, I've never seen this version, but in the other ones, it gets a little manipulative of like, I want to craft you into the artist I want you to be. Uh How dare you not be? I pulled you up from nothing and now you cross me. You know what I mean? Like where it's like, ooh, there's like a little vampirism that comes from finding someone, quote unquote, even if you love them. And it's usually male to female. It's usually an older male and a younger woman. Now, I think that's why this retelling is a little different Uh um that creeps me out i didn't feel that there's i mean there's scenes that are similar to that in this film but it just seems so like what the fuck are you doing like is it you are you're like losing your legs Mm -hmm. and you're never gonna stay yeah because of it and i think i think also there's this like issue that's happening too where like he's losing his career but he also feels like he has those legs to stay on. Mm-hmm. But he's like kind of not, it's like fading. Yeah. And we say losing his career. So like he is, uh, has um, is, uh, ear problems, right? Yeah, he's losing called. his, he's losing yeah. his hearing. Yeah. But he's still wildly successful, right? Yeah, in the beginning of the movie, yeah. Yeah. He it can, like, seems like it takes a step down throughout the movie. So it's like little, little notches. Yeah. Because I remember again, an interview where he's like, Bradley Cooper was very adamant about saying like, no, 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 no. She's not an ingenue who's young and he's not a failed singer. Right. She is someone who's older and struggling and he can sell out arenas still. Right. Yes. You know, like, yeah. so it's not sort of the same dynamic. Like right. Old Hollywood version of this movie. Yeah. But it still seems like he's like. Slipping. He slip. He's falling. He can't get up. Yeah. He's slipping. Yeah, he's falling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, DMX song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's, he he said in an interview too like he's comparing himself to like a like a prize fighter like he's just aging, he's just aging and yeah. with all that living yeah. and uh, that kind of lifestyle you start to fall apart right, you know? right, right. plus he has problems yeah and it seems <laughs> like those problems are affecting his career yeah it seems like the other thing I want to mention and I don't know if you noticed this uh, he said something interesting about uh, the sound mix mm-hmm. and he really wanted to capture he think he said sonically that level of fame yeah and that it was like, and then silent. Yeah. And then, and then silent. Like this, this uh, sort of take you on the wave of yeah. that. Did you notice that? Or was that one that. of those? Yeah. 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 I noticed that, that there was definitely moments with like um, um, a lot of, it was very hectic and like crazy. And also, it was just like long paced scenes as well. Mm-hmm. As well. Yeah. As well. As well. As yeah. well. As, as well. well. Which as is well. interesting because I think, um, do you watch, it reminds that, that idea. Uh-huh. Reminds me of BoJack Horseman. I don't watch that show. It is a hard sometimes to watch. Really? Yeah. It is very funny and very, very uh, sad. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that, that idea of capturing fame in that way and this downfall and like and like these constant mistakes that people keep finding themselves in these patterns and they can't kind of get out of it in mix with fame and addiction and mental illness and all these things it's, it's yeah. a really good show but sometimes it's hard to watch well, yeah so watch that. i just i can't get over the fact that it's a cartoon oh yeah it's hard for me you to know do what? you're not a cartoon watcher you I'm don't not. like watch bob's burgers and no i try i try watching um big mouth can't get into it really even though they're so I good like, I, I understand that's very good but i'm just yeah. like it's just fucking cartoons yeah even yeah. as a kid i never watched cartoons as a kid that's so, so surprising to yeah. me yeah other than G.I. Joe and Transformers and stuff like that. But like, 
You mean other like, than the classic cartoons? Yeah, but like Disney, I've never, almost never seen any of the Disney movies. I've never seen any of the Pixar movies. I've never seen Toy Story. What? Or two or three. Wowzers. Maybe I'll see four when it comes out. Well, that's all right, Jonah. I feel like you watch enough TV. You've got like storytelling in other genres. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. But I just feel like I'm missing out. But I just yeah. can't get over the fact. Even as a kid, I was just like, this. you can't just suspend your disbelief. Which you think I would because I watch wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> that's just like sweaty cartoons in real that's life. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Do you watch, um, so musicals, how do you feel about musicals? Not not cartoon musicals, just love like. Love them. Love them. Okay. Yeah. So you can suspend Sometimes. disbelief for that. Yeah. This is technically a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. How do you the, feel the about song, that? Uh, great. Songs are great. All original. Loved it. I uh, was walking out of there when I finally was like, oh, yeah, this is, um, I was afraid that, that they maybe, it was the same songs from the 70s. Oh, gotcha. Because it has a, a kind of like Chris Christopherson Yeah, they definitely feel. followed the rock and roller vibe. Yeah, but right? it has like this kind of like country rock, like yeah. kind of outlaw rock feel to what he does. A little credence. A little bit. It's great. I love the songs. Um, it, and that's one thing I think is really cool too, which we talked about off mic, is that Lady Gaga is like definitely singer songwriter. And then when she starts going pop, like her music starts sucking. Like it's it's like not good in the movie. Yeah, like when she goes on SNL, they have an SNL bit, and then you, and he's you could see him clearly hating it, mm. like what she's doing because she has like backup dancers and she changes her hair, wears, wears all his makeup. Um, and it's just like, he's just like, what the fuck are these lyrics? Like, what are you talking about? Like, even the songs are so generic. Hmm. I'm surprised I even have them on the soundtrack because everything else is like, but it's like perfectly, it perfectly represents like this machine that's like making her into this interchangeable thing. And then though, like, this is a spoiler alert too. Like she does switch. Right. To find herself again right. after, through after this a tragedy. decision yeah. that this tragedy through yeah. Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is amazing to me because and I that's think how selfless, even though he's been so he's been so selfish and destructive of other people other other people, his relationships, his 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 love's career, yeah. that he makes the ultimate Yeah, how in do his you mind, feel about selfless. that? Yeah, because here's the deal, like I feel like uh in comparison, I feel like a lot of tropes in uh storytelling with the sort of tragic male figure, uh-huh. right? Is their their role is to disappear, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So I remember, and I don't know if I buy it for the story. Yeah. I think the arc works, uh-huh. right? This is what the story is, right? Yeah. This is a love story. And the way he shot that whole sequence yeah. is great, and it's like the Jaws thing where you don't really see it. Yeah. And it's it's Which just is good. Bradley Cooper as a director. Oh my god! It's I like know. you know first you, film. You're like, come on. It's kind of like Ben Affleck too. You're like. Oh, but I mean, Ben Affleck's basically ripping off um, uh, Clint Eastwood, but you're still like, oh. Yeah, Bradley Cooper, though, also admitted he's very influenced by Clint Eastwood. Oh, okay. Yeah. I could say that a little bit. Not as much as Ben Affleck, but um, what if he was like, I'm very influenced by Ben Affleck? (laughs) 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 The poor man's Clint Eastwood. (laughs) Um, But like, he's he's incredible. Ben Affleck's an incredible director as well. And, but like, I would say, like, I mean, Bradley Cooper is, I mean, this was just like, I mean, it's probably the best. Cinematography wise, and just the way it was shot, it was one of the best, like, on stage. Like, you really feel like you really feel what it feels like to be a musician on stage. Yeah, it yeah. was great. Well, so you're saying like uh, it looks beautiful. How are you? What are your thoughts about that trope of a disappearing male oh, character? Sorry. So that's okay. No, no, no. Because I feel like that cinematography is something we should talk about. Because, for example, I was watching this and I kind of rewatched Blade Runner, the new one. Uh-huh. And there's that moment where Harrison Ford's character is like, "My role was to not be there." And as yeah. somebody with a father figure issues, I'm like, "Come on, man." Now, I know that we're talking for this. For, I'm jumping all over the place, Joan. Yeah. Sorry. Try to follow it if you can. But, like, I know in this story there is a purpose 
he also has is dealing with like you know mental issues and addiction issues and and made this choice and in the Harrison Ford character he's just like a, supposed to be a stoic guy but like the fact that like guys have a tendency to leave their loved ones in their mind death of a salesman you know like it's actually helpful for the family As I've never somebody, seen death of a salesman but there's a death in that <laughs> turns out uh, yeah. the title's a spoiler <laughs> yeah. but you know what i mean like this idea of like he he sacrificed himself because he his family needed money yeah, and he just thought they would be better off without him. I think my dad had a little bit of that. I think my dad had a little of that too. And I gotta tell you, as somebody who survives that, it pisses me off. I would disagree with you on that. Really? I think. I think. I wonder if it's because you're a dude. Maybe. The women stick around and survive. Uh huh. And the dudes go. And fuck that noise, man. Because you think it's like an easy decision. It's a cowardly move. Yeah. Even if you're mine, you're like, and I do think it's how we train boys too. You, you like it or not, like uh-huh. in the back of your noodle, it's like you go to war. It's your job to die. Right. Protect the realm and right. shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? Women aren't trained that way. No. We're trained to survive. Yeah. You keep going no matter how terrible it is. Right. Right? But this idea that I think men like almost romanticize it. Yeah. Where it's like, we're helping. We're helping by leaving. And you're just like, no, dude, you, we need you around to pay bills and also love us. Like, yeah. You're gone and then you're just gone. But I think this is like one of those things where I think in the this movie's choice, I mean, like, it, it excuse me. Um, Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, like, the aftermath, like a, a month. And I mean, there is a, a, a amazing scene where I think Lady Gaga kind of like realizes. Like, she's just so mad at him for what he did. Yeah. Right? Where she just starts destroying all of his, like, artwork of, like, posters that of, like, posters of, of things, of, you know, like, events yeah. he's done and stuff. And she just like, punches him with her fist and shit. And he has this complete breakdown where she's like, fuck you for doing this to me. All mm-hmm. this, you know, like, all that. Why couldn't you be strong or whatever? But then in the long run, like, she finds that artistic voice that, you know, he's been saying, don't ever lose yeah. again. But the question then is, and I know it's just, just a story, but the question for because the ages... Because the death inspired her to do that. Yeah, but how many more things could they have made together? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like That's the other thing is like, you decided that this ended now because you wanted to free me. What if there were other things right. that you couldn't even, we couldn't even imagine and you just decided to go? Well, I think this, that's bad too where this guy... Uh, I think this is also a, a really important thing to talk about, right? Is that this guy fucked up bad, right? Mm. Um, almost destroyed his his only person he's ever really loves, like career, right? And then all he wants it her to is flourish in it, and he does everything can, he can to fix it, right? He goes to rehab. He does he he does all the steps. You see him going around like truly saying. Like he, how he mends with his brother, he goes like he goes like I'm not I didn't envy my dad I envied you, mm-hmm. and then walks away. That's like his like last thing he says to him, and like you know says all these really amazing things, and then all of a sudden there's this the producer character comes by, and it's just like you will never change. You're gonna go back to who you are, and you're gonna destroy this person's career because you that's who you are, and there's nothing ever that's gonna change that, and that is basically what kind of set in motion for him to do the deed or whatever. And that's the thing is too, I think that people need to understand that everybody should does deserve a second chance and that people can change. Mm-hmm. And if you're constantly being told that you're never going to change, you have no reason to, and you're never going to change because those are weak people anyways. Yeah. But it's so strange to me and you're right. Like, of course you don't ever want to hear your inner demons coming from somebody else to your face. Right. 
that is one of a, 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 addicts and everybody's worst fear right. of like I'm worthless, and then someone tells you you're worthless. Like you just confirmed everything I thought about myself. Right, and moment in time when you are feel like you are yeah. making everything right, and yet he can be strong in other areas, but he can't be strong enough to stay with her. That's the thing. It's like you choose. You choose. No, but he's like, I love her so much that yeah, like I am gonna just keep fucking her over. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that to her and I don't want to hurt her. So the best thing for me to do is to just. I think this is gender, perhaps, because Jason and I have this conversation about stuff sometimes. About uh, him killing himself? No, 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 no. But like about like, well, I don't want to disappoint, so I'm not going to try in this way. So I'm just not, I'm going to avoid it or I'm not going to do it at all. And I think like as ladies and I know I'm speaking for an entire gender, which is bullshit. We just want you to stick around and try. Even if you fuck it up, yeah. we would rather be with you. And this idea of like, nope. Well, I'm gone. That's like, kind what? of the thing in this movie because you see her start changing her career to be around him. Mm-hmm. And the same thing is that, but he's like. And I think he's choosing, oh, like, oh, your career is more important than our love. No. Like. Isn't he, though? I think he's like, what I feel you're meant to do is more important. Like, I don't want you to ever give up on what you're meant to do for me. Mm hmm. But now... Because I saw that. That's how I fell in love with you. Yeah. Is because of this thing. So, like... And I get it. And I it's don't want beautiful. you to hate me. Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to hate me because I'm the one who got in the way. Yeah. And I get it. And I think it's beautiful. I also think, as somebody who has been on... Excuse me, I have to back that ass up. <laughs> Sorry, there's beeping. <laughs> the, the, com- the conversation is selfish. You don't get to decide that. You know what I'm right. trying to say? Like, that's the selfish thing about, listen. I, and but I'm, she is so selfless. I'm not, I'm not judging suicide because, right. listen, it's not my life. I, I don't know people's awesome. pain. I think it's awesome. I think you should no. just do it. I'm just kidding. I, 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 don't, I don't know people's pain. It's not my place to judge. I've never, I don't have a, a I don't have, uh, like, I don't have depression. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I don't know how you feel. So I would never judge somebody mm-hmm. for doing that, right? Coming from a person who, the, from the other side is like, how dare you choose that for me? Mm-hmm. How dare you like make that choice and then blame it on my career? Not that I'm saying that's what he's doing, but mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you're setting me free or you're, you're, you're making me be optimal in my career and my art. And that sacrifice is you. She's not choosing that. Right. She could have left. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I think this is why this, this movie and this, this kind of idea is, is tragedy is, is because it spurs these conversations. You yeah. know, yeah, I don't think I, there's a right or wrong answer. But I also feel like, the, like what happened, what she experienced with that is, was kind of gave her the kick in the nuts to become that. Yeah. Well, but the sad thing, the sad thing in this movie, though, kind of like the thing you're like, ah, is that she has this kind of like moment, like there's no backup dancers. It's just her singing. And this is also the first time you see her use his last name. Which is kind of like in the other movies too. Yeah, they do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know they did that in this one. Yeah, they did that in this one, and uh, but I think it was just like a like she finally uses like not like Miss Jackson Maine. It's this because she always went by just her name, which is Allie. Allie, because mm-hmm. they changed it just to Allie, right? So she's just, just Allie the pop star, Allie, kind of faceless, and now she's like Allie Maine. That's mm-hmm. the first time she introduced, introduces that or explained herself as that. And like she has this moment where like you're finally like, oh, this is this is who you are. This is the artist you have. And she sings a song like, I mean, it's incredible. Also, in real life, Lady Gaga's best friend passed away. No. Right. Like right when she's going to do that scene, she got the news. She ran, just missed Mm -hmm. her passing and then came back, you know, however long and had to do this. 
And it was like, you could tell she was, I mean, I've never, it was like one of the most emotional, like renditions yeah. of a song. I was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. What she is like, I saw Lady Gaga live. I was never really a fan, saw her live, but man, she like tells a story with her voice. Yeah. It's, it's really, really amazing. Well, and you mentioned something too, where it's like, but the thing is, is that she comes back and it's just a song that he wrote. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like her song that she wrote too. It's like just like you know what I mean. That's yeah. one thing where you're like, okay, well, it's still like, eh, you know mm. what I mean. But it was a, it was uh, an incredible scene and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the thing we 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 talk about this like her real life situation and then also this idea of like somebody deciding to leave, whether that means like whatever that means. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody we're spoiling everything, so we can just say it right yeah. at this point, right? Kill himself. I mentioned up front. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this idea. That there has to be, how do you feel about this? Like, it's in stories and this this idea of blood sacrifice, which I know sounds very I like. Know. Part of me thinks my dad did it. And like, I think my life is better off without him mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And and there's, I feel that way too sometimes. Yeah. And know? I don't mean that in a shitty way. Like, no, fuck but, him. But it just seems like he was just at that level. There's a freedom. Yeah. Where he was just so selfish. And I think everyone around him, he was affecting. And I think a little part, of, I don't think he did it. I think it was like an accident, mm-hmm. but like, I think it was, he just got to that level so bad where he was just like, what the fuck? Like, what's the use anymore? I'm yeah. just hurting everybody I know. Yeah. And I think it was killing him how much he was hurting people. He was just like, I'd rather just not be here. Yeah. Like, well, he like not be there mentally, but then it ended up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's true. I think it is. It's better. I feel, you know, better off than having to be constantly reminded of a father like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it it is interesting because it's in our storytelling all the time, like our human existence. There's mm-hmm. a, a there's a something has to die for something else to be reborn, mm-hmm. you know. And I just, you know, maybe I just want it to be happier than that. But I think this is one of the reasons why the story is universal, mm-hmm. and it's it it's in us somewhere, yeah. which kind of bums me out. But yeah. maybe it is. There's truth to it. Yeah. Because I always feel like, too, is like you see that and you see like people who are sociopaths using that of like, well, yeah, I had to get divorced and leave my family because that's how you get famous. And you're like, is that how that works? You know, yeah. which I don't think this is what the story is. Right. But I think it can be sort of there's a dark side to it, right. uh, even though this is pretty dark and sad, too. I think th- I think it's just one of those things where maybe it's not the right decision, but like his love for her is so strong and so true that he's willing to do anything he c- can to give her what he what yeah. what, you know, she wants or and what's he's inside in pain, of her right and he's in a lot of pain yeah i mean if yeah. you're you know like yeah i mean you're in pain yeah. yeah as somebody who's like you know you know somebody like dealing with addiction stuff you also want people to like stick it out right <laughs> you know like but one some, day at a time i think like but some people it's just not meant yeah for. again that's and why i'm like not one of those judgy guys. yeah because like what the fuck do i know but this seems like i don't know in the movie so in the movie the way they portray it, it seems like he is making everything he needs and he wants to do right Right, like right isn't he but going through the, the thing stages is, he gets one it, talk and he goes off but that's the, rails. the thing is sometimes people do that yeah yeah you're and right that's why i think you're like so right you can't label somebody a certain way for the rest of their lives if they're making the effort to change yeah if they're if they are making the effort to change like give them a second chance yeah well what do you feel about uh, and i think we should wrap it up but this is a really good point like because i have this idea like when it comes to like, for example, for example, the 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 men my mom chose to have in her life, right? Mm-hmm. Not very nice to her. Right. And my whole thing was like, you can fuck up once. Right. Right. And then it's the rest of your life, man. Yeah. If you really love this woman, meaning my mom. Yeah. And you fucked up and cheated on her or hit her or whatever it is you're choosing to do at this point. Right. 
your rest of your life, if you're truly sorry, you make it up to that person. Right. We prove it every day. Right. Like, I want to be worthy of you. That's it. Right. That's a very hard thing to do. Nobody well, seems to do it. Well, I think it's hard, but I think... Okay, so this is a good conversation we're getting into. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be a lot of different things going on. So... It's not like a one, you know, like it's like a, it, you can't change until there's like, I mean, if there's, if somebody recognizes there's a pattern of things going on, right. Mm-hmm. And then realizing how it's affecting somebody they love or whatever. And then they want to make that change. They do the change. Right. But if you're constantly having to prove to them every single day, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. That brings, that's brings a power dynamic very high for like a person like your mother or whatever. But then I think it's this kind of like, I'm proving this person, I'm trying everything they can. But then it's like the second they give up not give up but lighten the load on that i feel like the other person's gonna be like it seems so much like i think you can change and not have to prove yourself every day to somebody see i feel like that's getting off so easy like if i I fucked up if i fucked up right right? which i mean i'm a human who knows everybody fucks up right yeah i would think but not to be ever like i I mean i think you eventually have to be forgiven and there has to be an equality right but it, it is not up to you I right. think I, I think it's like the other person then has to. And that's what trust is. Right. The other person then has to then welcome you back in. Right. You don't you have the choice the to say is, is you, you welcome me back in. Well, now. you can't hold this thing over this person that whole time. Right. And I think that's what it, that's the problem is is that you are. And I think they're much much more likely to slip. Well, if you are constantly, I see what you're you saying. You constantly kind of like, well, you have to keep proving this because this is who you are, and I need to be, t- I need to be proven every single day. If you're constantly being, being somewhat told this is who you are, yeah, and maybe and I'm I not feel framing like it that's, right. That's what happened with my mom, where she was just like this whole her past was kind of always held over her head and mm-hmm. never forgotten, and it's just like if you're constantly being told, yeah, that's who you are. No, that's true. I mean, know? if you're like, well, this why? is who you are. Yeah, this is who you are. And that's yeah. like this, this, it's a very slippery thing to start talking about, but that's why with this shit that's going on, which I'm glad it's happening, but like, but shit's going on, like the whole fucking, not, not exactly me too thing, but like that shit. Some of these people are monsters and all that, but I think some people, when you get like, this happened, ex- I know this is going to be real dangerous. I know, I'm, I'm nervous, but I, but I, we've, we've established, okay. even though this is the internet, you and I were establishing trust, like right. that, that. And I think that's what we're talking about. Right. Trust. Well, I think it, it's not that, me too is a lot different. So, uh. Because that is systematic oppression for years and years. I'm not talking about the whole. Yeah. I'm talking about, okay, let's, let's forget specific. I said that. Yeah, let's okay. rewind 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. So yeah. there is a person. Um, so you're talking about a specific incident. Yeah. Okay. Which I think, I think in, we in our. Name we won't name names. We won't name names, but like in our. In our um, uh, the, the point is, is that like, you know, I think we all know some people that have done some very bad things in the past. Right. That um, is not. It has no excuse for it should never be forgotten but you see that they are um have made very big changes in their life to fix that um have sought help uh are in a healthy relationship now uh seemingly and that are trying to just live life right but then there's people saying that this is who you are and nothing's going to change and things need to be boycotted and all that shit because like they don't really know exactly what was going on, but they hear these things, these rumblings of, of which they don't really know. And it's just like, they're like attacking this industry or this person and the things that are associated and the, the, the things that are associated with this person when it's like, okay, it is wrong and it's not, there's no defense to what they did, but 
like that was a long time ago. Not saying that that's okay, that's an excuse, but like, what if what has this person done since then? Yeah, every single. Day? I think it's yeah, it's hard to talk about because we're getting pretty vague. But I think in the case of, of this specific thing, mm-hmm. but I think in the case of how long, of like how long mom, until you? I think your mom is a great example. Yeah, of like how long do you hold this against someone? Right. If that's the word we're using, how long is it until it's their new normal? Yeah, or right? and I think it's individual. And it's relationship based sometimes, yeah. especially when it's that personal. And the severity of what they've done to yeah, has a lot to do and with again, it. I don't think we're talking about the Me Too movement. We're not talking about like big political like platforms. Right. Right now, we're talking about individual people. Right. And so, for example, in my life, those individual people, let's say, for example, like my dad or like the men in my mom's life, they never worked to prove the trust. Right. So therefore, they don't get to be forgiven. Exactly. You don't get to tell me when I forgive you. Right. You have to earn it with trust. Right. Whereas someone like your mom, and I've never, I never met her, but mm-hmm. from what you make it sound like is she, she did all the work. Mm-hmm. She did it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, people make mistakes here and there, but there is a constant trying mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's different. Right. That's, that's forming trust again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Which I feel like is different from, from, from my experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But like, let's say your, your dad did do that, right? Okay. Let's say you saw your dad do all these terrible things and mm-hmm. horrible things and horrible things to you and acted in such these terrible ways. But let's say, you know, that was like when you were 15. So let's say at 15, instead of him Dying. seemingly killing himself yeah. uh-huh. through these things, he cleaned up, mm-hmm. he worked on it every day. Like when is it? I don't know. That's a great question because I think it, I don't know if there would be a deadline. You're past half the time. Right. So for 15 years you knew him, you know, you're over 15 years later and I'm going to say specifically. Yeah. Oh no, no, but he's been, I've been a lot, the the time is unbalanced. Like he's been dead for less time. I'm how much I've been, he's been dead for longer than alive. Does that make sense? In your life. In my life. Yeah. 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 Uh, And that's a great question. I don't know Yeah. because I don't think there's a deadline and I think, that is how forgiveness and trust happens. Yeah, like, like when can someone change their legacy or whatever? Yeah, and I mind? think I think you have to live your life and authentically and as best you can. Right. And I think him trying to be like constantly proving himself to me is not him living his life right. either. Yeah. But like I mean, you, how would you, you feel like that? How that would up? you feel if you Okay, I would, let's I say I would be into it. You know, I would be into it. But really. let's say let's say you know, you know, you had your issues with addiction, right? Mm. A little bit. I mean, just alcohol. Right. But let's <laughs> yeah. say, let's say you went 10 times worse. Right. Right. I would want someone to forgive me. Right. But I would also but know long? that I have to earn it. I don't right. know. If, I don't know. This is a good question, Jonah, but I don't have like a deadline. Here's yeah. the thing. I feel like I would be into it. But now my dad was also very cruel to other women. Like, well, right. one's not even fucking talk about that. Yeah, Yikes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's. Oh, yeah. It's not my job. They can be mad at me for forgiving him. Do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Yeah. Like it's everybody's like he he abused and did terrible things to most women he knew, like right. in my opinion. But like and and if he worked hard and I chose to forgive him, cool. If my sister didn't, that's her right. Right. If you know the women that he fucked around with didn't, that's their right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's why I think this shit gets really complicated. It is. And I think there's a lot of difference between like the people that are directly affected by those people than people who like are like in around. Yeah. But then it also gets know. complicated, right? So like if I was an aunt to me, right. I would be mama bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You would be like, how dare you know, like I get it. And yeah, like, yeah. and like shit, it's so complicated. I know. It's complicated. I know. That's why. And, and I think at this time period, there is a shift yeah. like, not to get into the big political landscape, but there is a shift. And that's why that shit's complicated. Mm-hmm. 
it just is and it always will be. And I feel like, you know, and that's why I think some people, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Because I want to be like. A star truly is born. <laughs> no, we're like, we don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> um, we're in the shallow. But that's the, in the sh- shallow. <laughs> we're in the sh- 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 shallow. New career, Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But I think one of the reasons I think people are jonesing for this movie, speaking of shallow, and this isn't me, this is Lady Gaga said this, is that we're living in a shallow time. Yeah. And that this is a nuanced film. Yeah. And people are jonesing for it. That's people great. are jonesing for the pace of it, the message of it, um, the complexities of it. People are jonesing for it. And and I think that she's right. Yeah. And I think also, I think it, it's like really like it's like oh my god like there's i don't think there's one scene without either bradley or lady gaga in it and almost and i would say 90 percent of the scenes are them two together hmm. and like she don't think you really see that much anymore right in a love story right just them and not they're like wacky I guess friends you see that. Um, maybe bradley cooper's like i played enough wacky friends we get no no friends. wacky <laughs> friends there really is no wacky friends there's no yeah, like secondary... Dave Chappelle is like his friend but he's not a wacky friend right yeah there's there's literally no subplot mm-hmm. really in this movie um but like i don't know it's just like god these people just love each other yeah and truly see each other for who they are and it just seems like it's just like it's kind of nice to watch, even though they're destructive but it's like this is amazing mm-hmm. so, well, yeah. so great I think we're all looking for people like, who see us. Lady right? Gaga, I don't know if she says in the Colbert thing, but I read, I saw some interview there where she was like in a scene with Bradley Cooper, and she just like literally got inspired by what they're doing, and she wrote this love song that she sings yeah. later on in the note in the prop notebook. Yeah, in the prop notebook, she yeah. literally starts writing <laughs> uh-huh. lyrics yeah. to a song that he ends up putting in the movie later, which is inspiring to be like around that much creativity. Like that's one of the things but that collaborative. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's the best thing about. I think the best thing about this, like uh, all the interviews you you've watched and I've watched about this movie, is that like he like she was like, I hate when people are lip syncing, mm-hmm. and in then movies. he's like, okay. We'll go Let's play a live it. concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, and it's like everyone's like, yeah, and the same, I think, which is interesting too, is that like, you know, he was using a lot of those, like, just trust me. Like, mm-hmm. just trust that I know that I have, and the same thing like when he was talking about like having Dave Chappelle, who Dave Chappelle's incredible in the movie. Um, Like, he's just like, hey, like, I want to encompass like these conversations that we, because our friends before, prior to this, that yeah. are conversations with it. And he's like, just trust me that like, I want you, I'm going to make you look the best you possibly can, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I got your back. I got your back. Yeah. And I think too, like, like a little improv, the, I got your back. Yeah. A little collaborative experience too. Like the folks that were helping him with the music was, I can't remember his name, but he's Willie Nelson's son. Mm-hmm. And their band was like the band that the they background. were playing. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they were writing the songs together, you know? So I yeah. feel like the crew was really seemingly tight, or at least that's, that's, that's sort of the message that they're saying. <laughs> that's the one thing. Cause I'm so used to those, like those type of movies, like those, those band movies where I'm like, what about these guys i want to know about these guys stories because uh-huh. they're like in the scenes you're like that guy seems fun yeah like, what what's his is he married oh, what's oh going yeah on? oh he's just willie nelson's grandson yeah. no big deal <laughs> yeah 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 you're like what's going on over here? what's that what's that's how i like that's how i watch reality tv you yeah know? yeah i'm like blah blah what's this lady this axe throwing lady about yeah 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 because <laughs> even like when he was like i put together this uh that song for you it's like i wanted to see the scene when they put it together oh like, yeah, yeah. kind of like that the old documentary uh documented all well, Jonah, we did it. I'm definitely going to go see the movie. Uh, let us know, Prickheads, if you've seen it, what do you think about it? I know yeah. that it's blowing up. I mean, here's the other thing. It's it wildly popular. Grossing, yeah. It had the highest grossing this weekend. Yeah. It's wildly, it's a wildly popular that film. So it doesn't Venom. need... A, oh. Hey, guys, thanks for seeing that and Venom together. <laughs> no. 
But those are the two things I wanted to see. And Venom is just getting ripped apart. And I love Tom Hardy. Yeah. Well, but but the thing about Venom is the the fan um, reviews are good. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. The critically, it's getting panned, but I guess I guess the people seeing it like it. I guess. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And I really like Tom Hardy. I wonder. Tom if Hardy's great. It's gonna be very hard to hear him though. We always talk about this. They're putting a mask over his mouth again, and we can barely hear Tom Hardy. Yeah. Oh, jeepers. That's one thing about Bradley Cooper. You can barely hear him. It took me a while to get used to that. His. He's like. <laughs> and like, it's even his choices. Like, because like Lady Gaga will say something, and he'll be like, "What was that?" Like, because his hearing is going. Yeah. Like even making that choice at first is like, "This is fucking." It. You're just repeating the same goddamn. It's so annoying oh. but you're like oh that's a great choice yeah you yeah. can't hear yeah you yeah. literally can't hear, you can't hear and it's just annoying where someone's like uh yeah we're gonna, we should take a right and he's like what that? <laughs> we're like we should take a right and he goes oh, okay uh, yeah okay. Cool, cool, cool he really has an ear problem bradley cooper doesn't he does he really didn't i read that on wikipedia i don't know i don't know i thought maybe he got somebody in an added accident. that maybe they did oh wikipedia if it's on the internet it's true man when like, that guy can really change his look a lot because he's been going around with that uh, shaved face and shorter hair. I'm like, man, he looks so much different. He does. He mm-hmm. does look different. And he also looks like a raccoon. That's <laughs> not the movie. I got it. Got it. Guardians okay, of the good. Galaxy. Yeah. Nailed yeah. it. Crushed it. Yeah. What's that movie did? That's the biggest movie he's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's big. It's got to be. Yeah. Um, Hey, we did it. Star is Born. Is there anything you want to say about Star is Born? Go watch it. Well, I'm going to go watch it. And um, I think. Oh, you're, you're going to cry. And I will say. That's okay. I like crying. People watching movies. the movie, this is a secret. Of not to uh, not to cry during a movie when you realize emotionally it's going to start attacking you. Like in the movie, because she's singing in front of a, a, a audience. When it comes to audience, just start trying to count how many people are in the audience, and then you'll slowly not listen to what's going on, and then you won't cry. And the man next to the left of you is crying his eyes out. Oh, you cried. Though. Also with his man. Oh, I cried every time I listen to the soundtrack, but that's yeah. by myself, <laughs> not in front of a group. No, I have I have moments of. Uh, I have tricks too to not cry in the public tricks? theater. I'm not I bike my, my bottom lip. Yeah, there's a lot of physical things that I do. There's some pinching of the leg. Yep, oh, looking yeah. up. Yeah, look yeah. Up. But also, I just dissociate. You know, I'm like, I think about like what the crew is thinking when they're doing okay. this. I'm like, you know what? Some union guy's just eating a sandwich right now. Yeah. Like, he's just doing a sandwich. And you're know. like, and you're that like, stupid t shirt that guy's wearing. Yeah, like, what's the point of that? Like, yeah. just be invested in the movie. It's okay to be vulnerable, but every time I fight it, yeah, every, I fight it every fucking time. time I swallow it. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to swallow this and then I'll just have a heart attack later about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. No. And I'm like, why? Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares if you cry in a movie theater. It's dark. Nobody cares. But I still fight I, it, Jonah. I fight it every time. And I had a weird <laughs> thing where this almost at that, 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 that moment, there was this there's an arc light and they have like they have like enough room up front where people can walk by without you having to like get up and mm. get weird, you yeah, know? Yeah, sure. But this guy <laughs> he was walking past, but he was shuffling. Like like, like okay. He had, let me okay, let no me tell room? you this is how fast his feet were moving, right? <laughs> but this is how this is how uh, 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 using audio tips, this is how this is how fast he was uh, moving. Like he was going that slow, Why? but his feet were going weird. It was so. He was like a little cartoon. Like I just like watched him go or past me, and it, it felt like a solar eclipse was happening too. Because he's kind of like a bigger guy, and he had his popcorn, and he's like, so like, yeah, but it was like such small movements where he was like, like going so slow. He was trying to watch the movie. I think he was, and I think he wasn't trying to be like. It was like, it was weird. And another person sometime like went up because they like, like got more popcorn. Order, went up and then like stood, like stood up and was like waiting for the right moment to like walk in mm-hmm. to not be rude to the people doing it. But it was like you're taking my focus right now because you're just hovering. Yeah, just go in. 
Stop hovering. Go in. He's like, this is one of the best movies, man. Yeah, go, it up. I'm like, what are you doing? Go in. And then, like, you know, because you just get all scared in movies now. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And Arclight, they have, they had somebody at Arclight give, like, an announcement about the movie. This poor pimple-nosed kid. About what? 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 He was just like, okay, guys, the movie's about ready to start. <laughs> uh, this is uh, A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. <laughs> Lady Gaga's, yeah. Like, he, he didn't have a microphone. This is a big theater. Why? I don't know. You're like, yeah, we know why we're here. And he's just like, the exits are to the left and to the right. Uh, bathrooms are down, whatever. And that he's guy like, just wanted to talk. Enjoy the movie. And then people were like, um, do we clap? <laughs> and then it was like a slow like clap Weird. for him. <laughs> it's the weirdest. Uh, he was just working on his public speaking. But he speaking. was so nervous. Aww. He was like, hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to A Star is Born. Oh, cute. Not a microphone, not nothing. Oh, man. That just poor in the kid. corner where people are like, what is going on right now? Yeah, we know how movie theaters work. We don't yeah. need it to be announced. Yeah. Oh, man. And also, one thing I realized about, because <clears throat> I've been going to more movies than I have lately, and now that all the theaters are kind of switching to assigned seating, especially here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one thing I noticed I hate about that is because it's assigned seating, people people come in last minute. Yeah, and they can't see. No, but they all like file in oh, last minute. I see because they already have a seat. Because they already have a seat. I understand. So they don't need to get there early to get good seats. They already have their seat. Mm. So they're at the bar longer or gotcha. wherever. And then they just all sh- file in all at once. It's really annoying. I'm trying to watch my trailers. Yeah, you love trailers. Yeah. I hate it though like in the movie theater. There's a couple movie theaters where it's not very lit very well. Yeah. So they can't find their seat. Oh, yeah. And they're like, is this a J? Is this a general? Yeah. No, I'm like, oh, my God. So it's just fucking set. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. here when the lights are still And then on. I'm like, oh, the seats up front are always open still. Yeah, because they're too close. I used to love when I was a kid, I'd always go front row and make my grandma sit with me. Oh, my gosh. How do you even see, though? Because I, I liked it when you'd have to, like, windshield wipe your head if you wanted to look over to the left. <laughs> I feel like you're inside the movie. <laughs> you like the interactive my, experience. My poor old grandmother was just like, Batman is so big. <laughs> She hated it, but she was such a good grandma. So then, uh, I, then I wish she would compromise and we'd go three rows back. That's good. Not any better. No, but you were trying. Oh, Betty. Oh, Betty. Oh, Betty. Well, guys, that's it. We did it. Star is mm. born. I hope to see it next, uh, this week. And we rather. can talk about the same thing. Yeah, or I can be like, I was wrong. It was terrible. No way. I think I'm building it up too much. Well, the world is building it up too much. That's the thing. I wish I would have seen it already. Like, it is like exploded on the internet. See, I kind of wish it wasn't. I know. I kind of wish it was like, oh my god. Yeah, and then but like it's not like an indie film. It. You know what I mean? It's not. I it's feel a like huge... they promoted it for a se- like it was. It, yeah. I don't think it's got a high budget. What was the budget? But it is. Let's figure out what the budget was. It's a it's a major motion picture. I mean, it's not like explosions or whatever, but it's not an indie film. Come on. No, now. it's not. But I thought it was a kind of a lower. Nah. nah, they put some cash in that for like a sure. A passion project. Who puts cash into a passion project? The people who have cash and a studio who signed it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a big money. I wonder how hard of a sale that was for for him to be like, I'm writing it, I'm gonna produce it. I'm gonna. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did say that when he met with Lady Gaga and they did the song, he recorded it, and that recording, yeah, helped him with the studio because yeah. they watched and they're like, okay, cool, that's yeah, that she's looks good. great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, like for him to like get to get this greenlit. I don't know. It seems like it's take to, taken a while, but he also was a very busy fella. So who knows if he's like, I had yeah. to keep pushing it back. That just seems like a real genuine guy. Yeah, I mean. And I like that people refer to him as Bradley. Yeah. Bradley, not Brad? Yeah, like Bradley. Bradley. And then I was watching the movie and I was like, Jackson. I like that name. Jackson. Jackson, Jackson. Jerkin, Jerkins. JJ. That could sound good. But then people call him Jack. And I don't like that. You don't like Jack? I don't like Jack. Jack is a guy. What's that? What's that John Cusack movie sure thing? Nick. Nick's the guy who can puke in your car. <laughs> That's what Jack reminds me of. That's a problematic movie. Um, Jack. 
I like Jackson. I think I feel like every eighties movie is a They're not yeah. great, right? Yeah. Ooh, they do not hold up well. Yikes, yeah. yikes, and yikes. And it's really mm-hmm. upsetting to me when I like look back, I'm like, What's I was a kid and I didn't know, but I'm like, I wish I would have known. What's the most like movie that you loved? at that age and time that you look back and it's like oh my god it's gotta be 16 candles has to be up there with one of the worst fucking movies that's ever been made like problematic problematic like do you you still find it racist rape rapey like overall horrifying okay so if you erase that do you still find it to be a good movie though like plot wise yeah not really or like like even acted wise a nerdy girl likes a jock and people forget her birthday yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Wham, wham. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. no, it's not good. So you and think that's like one of the worst? It is one of the worst. Because, okay, one of the I watched it when I was like five. That's always on the list of like movie tropes that would never fly nowadays. And that's like. Oh, yeah. And it's not like plot wise, like if you had a cell phone, this would fix it. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. People who are writing this were racist and sexist. Yeah. Yikes. Like, whoa. And the fact that I was five and didn't realize it. Even my mom went back and watched it. And really? my mom is not, as they say, the super wokest. Yeah, yeah, and super she was wokest. like, oh, this movie's terrible. I can't watch this movie. Yo, that girl's still sleeping. <laughs> yeah, she's sleepy. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, she's trying, but uh, yeah. that It's got to be one of the top. It's so bad. How about really? you? I don't know. I, I, I am so nostalgic with things I watch that I just can't get outside of that. There are some movies that are like that. Yeah. It definitely with like the F. Agat. Um, Oh, language. Oh my gosh, like, the Holy 80s. Shit. Like, just, yeah, even in the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It is rough. Yeah, we're sometimes like looking back now, I'm like, whoa, this is bad. I can't, I can't think of anything specifically, but like for There's sure. There's parts of In Bruges too, where I like really like that movie as far as like the them- thematic of it, mm-hmm. like the moral compass and like sort of testosterone gone awry yeah. and the fairy sort of Irishness of it. Language wise, problematic yeah. hot diggity you but know? i think that also represents that region well right well it's yeah. i mean that guy just made another movie the director the the uh, billboards movie nah, the language he did in bruges as well yeah the language wasn't problematic then he also did seven psychopaths fucking problematic movie oh uh, really those i heard that movie's great hates women i mean watch it really it's like i because i didn't watch it when it came out in the 90s ish i watched it maybe last month i got what movie Seven Psychopaths. That came out in the 2000s. Watch it now. I watched 20 minutes of it, and I was like, I can't watch this movie. He's got a real problem with ladies. Years ago. Yeah? Yeah. With Chris Chris Walken. It was the same director. It's the Bruges, same guy. And I was like, ooh. Didn't he also do The Guard? Maybe. Anyway, we're going way off topic. We're way over. We're way over. Um, Jonah, I'm glad that you like this movie. I'm glad that we talked about something that wasn't reality TV, and we both loved it. Yeah. Do you feel like we're not being funny enough? No, I think we're great. I think you're great. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. We believe in each other. If you're listening two days ago, I mean, we're not. You can check out Kelsey Hoff at uh, Windy City Live <laughs> yeah, today. Right. <laughs> um, also, we don't always have to be funny, though. I think like a lot of our one-offs and stuff are yeah are just chat. Well, you know what? We're just people chatting in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, they're always the lowest rated ones. <laughs> yeah, because you know, a star isn't born. <laughs> Guys, make a star born right now. Hey, hey! If you're listening like, and you're our Jackson. For radio. We're looking for our own Jackson mm-hmm. out there. Jackson, Although, Maine. Jackson, Maine. Although uh, problematic though as well. I don't want anybody to. I want somebody who like believes in me that I have to hold her hair back to throw up a lot. You do? I do. Why? I, I don't know. I just you want to take care of a. I just kind of want to like, I want that to be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Type of a talk with somebody. No, oh, man. They always seem like you a good talk in movies. should have been friends about 15 years ago, Jonah. I could have been that person for you. I've been like, Kelsey, what the fuck are you doing? Really? You messing up your life? Really? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Well, you just we just met, you met me at the wrong time. I did. <laughs> I hope there's I'm like pretending, a pretending. Oh, I could go backsliding at any moment. I hope so there's I'll like a you know. no, 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 no. I just hope like a ghost of Christmas past thing happens for me. <laughs> so why don't you just want to take care of somebody who doesn't have destructive tendencies? Well, you know, it's just one of those things. I don't really want to. I just want one of those things where you have that conversation, that sit down conversation with like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, like that. But that's why you should write a movie. That's why I always wanted to do the one. You, you know, I was thinking about the other day. This movie inspired me being like, you and I should write a movie about our experiences with our parents. Yeah, Seriously. I already have one, but I, uh, your experience and my experience is different. So yeah. I wrote a screenplay that we're doing, uh, Jason and I are doing, and it's like in the, our solo shows, my uh-huh. solo shows. Yeah. And it's about like going home for a, a, a funeral. Um, but we have a different story here. Okay, so you're writing one. Don't worry, I'm I'm doing one of those things where I come out with it first. So, so you know. <laughs> well, no, it's it's very much like a midwestern. It, it's a different tale. Oh, okay. You're an art. You, yeah. Your tale is way different than my tale. I'll yeah. I will gladly help you write your movie. We'll collaborate together. Yeah. Maybe we should call Bradley. <laughs> you're like I want to be Bradley in real life and Hi, in movie Bradley, life. Bradley, I have a great idea for you. Who's this? <laughs> it's Jonah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> People say sometimes I look like you. I don't think so. I do comedy. Is yeah. this selling it? Yeah. Do you need Do you need somebody to play like a younger brother who looks the same age as you? <laughs> uh, oh, Jonah. Good talk. All right, let's get out of here. I got a whiz. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Should we do a bye? Okay. Let's do it. One. Wait, two, can we do oh, it like Jackson Maine? Can we sing it? Okay. Well, All I right. can't sing it. Uh, we'll do like I'll Lady do Gaga. A, I'll do a gruffly one. I'll do. Yeah, we Lady. You can do Lady Gaga one, and I'll do okay. the. How does Lady Gaga run? I'm gonna run the missing. I'll be it like that. I'm on the end. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna pee my pants. Yeah. Uh, how about we just go by? All right. Uh, how do I sing it? I don't know. Just what what is your, what happened to this? What does your truth tell you? My truth tells me that I'm gonna pee my pants. Okay. But I'll just sing. I'll just say bye. All right. Maybe we'll sing next time. Okay, cool. What a tease. Ooh. Bye. Bye. And I love my baby. I love her too. We are together all the time. And everything is so good damn fine.